Jared, what's your favorite club to hit? Driver. Full sand. Welcome back, everybody, to season two of the Full Sin Podcast with our man, Jared Wolf, an inside look at life out on the PGA Tour. And this year, the Corn Ferry Tour. Jared, down in the Bahamas, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Trey, how's it going, man? Happy to be back for season two. I know, man. It's exciting. This is uh, this is great. It's been a little break. You've had a nice little break there in the fall, some time at home with the family, a little vacation time, practicing on some things. But, man, it is good to be back. And you are in the Bahamas, ready to go. Yep, down here in Exuma, uh, you know, just getting to enjoy some awesome views of the ocean and uh, got to play practice round today with the with thankfully it doesn't look like it's going to be windy all week. But today was the, the wind I've experienced the last three times I've been here. So it was fun to, you know, hit seven irons or eight irons, you know, 200 yards and hit drivers 220, you know, just depending on the wind direction. So it, it's good times. Well- and I know they build those courses with wind in mind, so the fairways are pretty wide. The greens are usually pretty big. This should be a pretty uh, good scoring week for everybody out there, I would imagine. You would think. That is that is the way golf courses are supposed to be built. Um, I believe Greg Norman may have had uh, – I-, I joked that I think every day he was here to design this course, it must have been 75 and sunny with no wind. Uh, <laughs> he built the course. Uh, it's a beautiful course, don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful course. They uh, it, It's just um, – there's some narrow holes uh, when, you know, a lot of the winds going to be crosswinds or things. There's not a lot of straight downs or straight into's uh, and the crosswinds go straight, straight into the ocean or out of bounds or, or they go into whatever you want. <laughs> Thank to you, Greg Norman. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> I mean, I think the the first year they played here, the cut was 12 over. Um, it was that, but it, that, that year it was blowing like 50. So that's a little bit of an exception, yeah, but yeah. most every year we've played here, it's been pretty high scores. I think last year the weekend was good weather, and when the week when the when the wind dies down, uh, it, it is it is pretty gettable at that point. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Well, before we talk a little bit about that, let's jump in and talk about some changes that we're going to be making to the podcast this year. Very excited for season two um, out there on the road in Corn Ferry, which means a different environment. So you're going to be you know, spending time with a lot of the guys on tour, some of your friends out there. And we're going to start inviting some of the guests on the podcast. So it's going to be, you know, not just two of us anymore, but three or four of us on the podcast from time to time talking about life out on the Corn Ferry Tour. I'm super excited about that. What are you looking forward to, you know, is here in season two of, of Full Send Podcast? Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, you know, getting a, getting a whole year of podcasting under the belt, uh, kind of, you know, getting some experience with that and, and understanding uh, uh, hopefully the audience will be able to tell the upgraded quality of microphone from uh an earpiece to a, a real microphone now and uh you know getting, getting to do that uh like you said i'll be traveling a little bit less without family this year so i'll be you know with some of the guys and so i'm hoping that uh some of these weeks we can get on guys that i would stay with and um you know tell some good fun stories and um you know have some good interview style stuff yeah, some of our listeners may notice a difference in the quality. Uh, they may not know this, but there were several times last year where these were recorded sitting in a car or sitting in the clubhouse on a phone, you know, with an AirPod in potentially and a questionable signal, all those kind of things. But we pulled it off. And so this year I'm excited for the upgraded quality. Uh, you look like a, a professional podcaster now. You got the headphones on, you got the, the podcasting mic you're taking with it. It looks great. And, uh, and not only are you upgrading the equipment for this podcast, but you've got something new that you're doing in 2023 as well. Why don't you tell everybody about uh, your new project? 
yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's true. This is what kind of led me down that path. Uh, and, and also what made me want to apologize to you for what I put you through on the audio and <laughs> how much work you had to do. I had no idea until I started doing this, but, um, yeah, I got all this equipment to, uh, start a podcast this year. I'm gonna start recording this week, uh, try to get a good database of episodes before we release anything. Um, uh, but it's going to be stories from inside the ropes, uh, with professional golfer, Jared Wolf. That's going to be the name of it. Um, we're going to have, we're going to have on players, uh, you know, from various tours, PGA tour, corn Ferry, champions tour, um, probably some mini tour stuff. Uh, we're going to have on some, some caddies. That's going to be fun. Uh, just had that idea to, oh, that to, get, on a, yeah, that's to, get great. A, to get a caddy on and, and not just to talk about life on tour, but you know, a lot of these, a lot of these caddies on the corn Ferry tour, especially, and some on the PGA tour are also club caddies and, uh, resort caddies. And so some unbelievably funny stories on that. Uh, and then, then also get to talk to some celebrities and personalities that, uh, you know, that are just in love with golf, uh, you know, hoping to get on some, some of some people I've met throughout pro-ams and just friends of friends and contacts and stuff that just, they love golf, but you know, they happen to be really good at music or really good at, um, you know, baseball or something else. And, and, and so just talk to them about how, you know, their love for golf and all that, it, it the whole platform is just going to be fun, just sh- sharing stories and, uh, you know, things that you really wouldn't get to hear unless you were inside the ropes with us. Uh, a lot of questions typically that we hear from pro-ams, you know, we, we hear those every week and, uh, you know, so it'd be fun to give access to the listener to hear, to hear those answers from various players and, uh, you know, and how stories kind of compound from there. Well, anyone who's played golf for any amount of time knows that that stories come out of golf rounds, come out of you know, different you know experiences all the time. And so especially with pro-ams, with the amateurs you play with, with the caddies that see everything under the sun, that's going to be exciting, man. I'm excited for that. Do you have a, a launch time when you think this is going to be out, when your first one's going to release? Yeah, I'm hoping uh, we've got a break coming up uh, after these first four events. I'm hoping to get a database of about 10, 10 episodes, and then I'll start releasing one a week. Um you know, I haven't decided what day during the week yet, but they're going to be about 20 to 30 minutes long. If I get on somebody that, uh, you know, has a ton of stories, uh, like I'm hoping to, you know, a guy like Wesley Bryan, who's a storyteller, um, and, and has just a, you know, a database full of, full of stuff, you know, I'm hoping that might be a one, two or three part, um, series, you know, where, but they're 30 minutes. I, I'm trying to keep it around that. Um, uh, so it'll probably start in maybe late February, early March would be when I, I'm going to, that's the targeted goal. Well, we're looking forward to hearing those. And you got Wesley Bryan in group this week, so there could be some stories that come out of uh, these next two days uh, of this tournament. Uh, so that's exciting. No, looking forward to it, man. And I think that uh, you know, the, your viewers are going to really enjoy hearing some of these stories that unless you're hanging out you know, at a, at a bar or restaurant after a round, you might not hear some of these stories. So that's pretty exciting. And again, you're calling it Stories from Inside the Ropes. Is that correct? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Look forward to that in February and March as well. So uh, a lot of good stuff coming up and let's transition back to golf for just a little bit. You know, um, you had some time off, you had three months or so from the end of, uh, you know, the, the corn Ferry tour playoffs. Um, you didn't play a lot, didn't, didn't uh, do a lot of money qualifiers, got to spend some time with the family, got to work on your game a little bit. Do we have any equipment tweaks for 2023? Is there anything new in the bag that we should know about? Yeah, we do. Uh, it was a good off season of uh, switched into the new Strixon ZX7 irons. They're uh, they're not the blades. They're not the super forgiving. They're kind of right in the middle. Uh, they're not too different from last year as far as performance. Um, I, I do like them. They're a little less offset, uh, which I which is something I like. Uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of players' irons. A lot of good 
you know, ball striking irons or uh, thin top lines, little offset, um, you know, just mm, it's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they, they did a good job with the offset. The top line's still pretty thick, but their new blades that just came out. Uh, I actually had a bunch of buddies text me about that, uh, asking me if I've, if I've hit them or if I have them. I was like, man, I haven't even seen them yet. But, you know, looking at pictures online, they look like they could have some potential to uh, get in the bag if they hit well. But that's that might happen during that month break. Um, other than that, I've, uh, let's see, putter is ever rotating between um, an Odyssey blade and an Odyssey two ball ten, both face balance putters. Uh, I just like one for you know different kind of conditions or greens than the other one. Uh, wedges, I got the new Strixon wedges or new Cleveland wedges. Excuse me. Um, no, those are pretty good like that and then but i'm most excited about the new driver i've got the zx5 and the zx7 in the bag um really really happy with how they what they've done with the driver this year and uh so far at home it's passed all the tests uh i've i've got the i'll be using the zx5 this week it for me launches a little bit lower and i can hit my low cut that i need if it if it gets windy um, and then the ZX seven is a little higher for me as a higher launching, a little straighter ball flight. So I'll use, I'll use that for most of the year. I'll just be using this five for, you know, windy tournaments and things like that. Yeah. And I also saw that you have a new bag, same, same company Strixon, but you got a new logo on the bag. You got a charity that you're working with this year. And I definitely wanted to highlight that. Talk a little bit about the charity you've partnered with to raise some money this year. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, the, by the way, the new Strixon bag or the new Cleveland Strixon bag uh, is made. It's made by Vessel, and it is uh, much lighter this year and a lot better. But beside the point on that, um, yeah, I've got a partner with All Nations Soccer. They're in Jacksonville. It's a ministry uh, in, in Jacksonville that uh, ministers to refugees. Uh, there's like over thirty thousand refugees in Jacksonville uh, from I want to say it's a hundred different nations i may be wrong i I think it's 100 different nations uh and so they they have about a thousand plus uh you know refugees that that play soccer uh they minister to them you know by giving them obviously an an opportunity to play a sport that they probably grew up playing and loved uh you know and, and along that way you know helping them out with you know living you know uh clothes just uh you know food ministering to them any way they can uh, but just also giving them a platform to let them, you know, let them feel welcomed where they're at. And so it's a cool organization. There's some good friends of ours and uh, Kelsey and I have been, uh, we've supported for a little bit, but I just wanted to bring that on, see if we could, you know, help it grow. They, they've blown up in a year already or two, year or two already. And uh, they're just good people, good hearts. And uh, we're, we're just one, really happy to support them. And there's a way that your fans and your followers can also be a part of that. Talk about uh, how we can be a part of raising money and being a part of that uh, that charity. Absolutely. Uh, so thankfully, I've got a couple people already. There's, I've got an Instagram post about it, um, but there's an email address you can you, you can send a, you know send an email to. Um, it's donate all nations soccer at gmail.com. Uh, just spelled exactly like you would you would think. But what what I'm doing all year is uh, ten dollars for birdie, twenty dollars an eagle. Um, kind of asking for people to you know obviously I'd like for them to partner all year with us, uh, but I know what that looks like. It looks different for some people uh, than it does for others. So trying to get you know people to join for one, two, three, you know four events. It just it happens to be we're playing four events in a row. So I've been asking people to do a chunk, uh, and I've got got a few emails back or a few people emailing us and uh, wanting to jump on board 
And uh, we're very thankful for that and, and hoping to raise a lot of money for them. Okay, so how much for a double eagle or that all-important eagle, a hole-in-one? Anything different for those special occurrences? I'd be happy to do 100 bucks for that. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. Exactly, I'll yeah. That in yeah. <laughs> well, it seems like you have about two or three hole-in-ones per season at, at this rate. Um, you know, the, the, the frequency of those sure. has definitely gone up lately. I'm not sure why, but, uh, you know, kudos to you on that. Yeah, I got to move them from the practice rounds to the tournament, though. That's the that's the next. That's right. That's true. You've had I think you had three last year, and they were all practice rounds, right? Yep, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got to just move them one day, just one day. You know, make it a little bit different. Well, I'll tell you what, Beta Consulting Group, my company, we'd love to partner. So I'll tell you what, these these first four rounds, uh, I'll match that. So I'll do ten per birdie and twenty per eagle for the first four rounds, and uh, we'll be a part of that, which is great. Awesome. Well, we appreciate that. Really do. All right, let's talk about the year. You know, I love talking about goals for the year. Some guys set real specific goals. Some guys talk about, you know, winning or top 10 finishes. Some people look at scoring averages. Other people maybe look at process and those types of things. Um, I know Justin Thomas makes a, a list of like his accomplishments every year, kind of hides it, and then he reveals it at the end of the year. How do you approach goals and what are you looking for, um, looking forward to and trying to accomplish here in 2023? Yeah, goals, you know, goals are, uh, you know, obviously really important. You know that in yourself uh, with, with your business and, you know, pretty much any professional you talk to inside of sports or business has goals. Um, goals for me this year, uh, I like to make kind of bigger, more general goals uh, and, and less specific. Uh, and the reason being is if I don't hit a very specific goal, I'll get frustrated and then it'll affect all the rest of them. So if, if I, you know, if I, if I say I need to win, three times this year and I win once or twice, I'll still be like that gum. And I didn't, you know, I didn't meet my goal. Uh, but if I, if I put down things like, uh, which, which I'm doing, my, my goals this year are to have a lot more fun. Um, you know, starting this podcast that I'm going to be doing is part of that reason to help me relax a little bit on the road, uh, kind of take my eyes off of, you know, golf course scores or everything. And, um, so that's a big goal. Um, travel uh another goal is to to be when i'm home uh when i'm home from being on the road that i'm home and that i'm fully involved with what's going on at home with wife and daughter and then uh, on the golf course uh i've just very for me it's very practical i gotta get off the tee better and uh you know I got, i've got to make more birdies i i just last year I, last year i just uh i not even make more birdies it's just don't make as many bogeys and doubles and triples uh it's pretty much it i just I honestly <laughs> you, you and me both all off the, the ball <laughs> play off the tee and uh and get the putter rolling when those two things when those two things are going well that's uh you know i, I find myself inside of a 150 a lot during the round um you know and then having wedges in all day it, it's nice to have you know eight to ten twelve you know on a really good day twelve good looks at birdie, uh, versus, you know, four and then, you know, four long par putts, you know, so, so it's just a completely different, uh, style of golf. And that's, that's what I'm used to playing and that's what I want to get back to. And, and I feel like we're, feel like we're there. Yeah. And, you know, I heard Roy McIlroy talking about how they, you know, professionals in general look at a tournament. And he said over the course of, a, you know, two weeks, uh, two tournaments, eight rounds, they're going to have 130, 120, 130 shots from within 125 yards, um, 150 yards, something like that. Those scoring clubs for sure. And just thinking about the game from that perspective and how can I get more opportunities for birdie? How can I just get better at hitting it a little closer to the hole? When you think about to last year, I know one thing we talked about was the fact that the PGA Tour gave you a lot of statistics. 
you could see your numbers um, in, in kind of a plethora compared to what you had seen on the Corn Ferry Tour. How did that impact your um, decision-making, your goals? Um, how do you look at those statistics from last year and say, okay, what do I need to work on this year? Does that play a role in it? How does that all factor into what you're doing? Yeah, it does. It, it definitely factors in. Uh, like you said, there's, I mean, a hundredfold the amount of information we get on the PGA Tour than what we get on Corn Ferry and uh you know, I, I had to track all my own stuff really on corn Ferry, but PGA it's all shot link and, and that's about as accurate as you're going to get. So that, that was nice. Um, it, it was fun to see, it was fun to see the improvements throughout the year. Cause it's, you know, it didn't start off well. And, um, towards the second half of the year, it got better. And I was able to see those numbers and see that, you know, okay, well, this is why the scores are getting better. And I'm pretty in tune with my game to know that, you know, I, part of me, I just don't even want to look at stats. If, if, if I know I'm hitting one ball out of bounds every four rounds, you know, or every two rounds or something like that, and much less sometimes this year, it was once every round. I'm like, I know I'm not playing good. Like, I, like that's, <laughs> I don't need a, I don't need to look at a, you know, stat percentage to tell me that. Uh, but there's, there's been a lot of times where my coach and, uh, and stuff will look at it and be like, man, like you're so close. Like you're, you're, you're so close to being, you know, being back to where you, you know you were and then then we can get you know even better from there so it it was definitely important to to kind of have those stats to to reassure myself that like you're heading in the right direction um you know you're still going to hit bad shots but you're hitting a lot less than what you did and you're getting back to where you need to be yeah and i can imagine one of the big goals that you also have is obviously to get back to the PGA tour and you know what it's going to take to do that, whether it's, you know, three wins or finishing top 25 or playing well in the, in, in the finals or having a great week on the PGA tour when you Monday qualify or get an invitation, those types of things. How does, you know, how does playing on the court on the PGA tour last year, getting that taste for being out there, even though it didn't go exactly the way you wanted, how does, you know, having that experience impact you this year from a motivation standpoint, or um, does it put added pressure? Does it actually take some pressure off? How do you, you know, take that experience and bring it into this year in a productive manner. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it definitely doesn't add pressure to me because, you know, since I was a kid, I wanted to go on the PGA tour and, and it took me, you know, it, it, it would have taken me nine years to get there. And then, you know, they slapped that extra year on with the COVID year and it's like, you know, just add some salt to the wound to, to you know, to, all right, now you got to wait another year before you can go when you have it all wrapped up. Um, you know, so I get to I get to say I finally did it, uh, and so it takes the pressure off of like you know, am I ever going to? Is it ever going to happen? Uh, now it's okay. It's happened. I know what happened to get there, and it, you know, if I take care of my job and take care of what I can do, and and if I play the way I know I can play, then I'll be back. Uh, whether it's this year or the next year or whenever it is, because there's a lot of things that you know, as you know, there's a lot of things that that are involved with that, but. Um, I, I think if I think if I take care of my business and I take care of what I need to do, uh, it'll uh, I, have, I have a really good chance of getting back. And and then, you know, from there, hopefully it's just lights out from there because I've already been there. I've seen it. Um, the new experiences will be a lot less. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll know what to expect. I'll know where to go. I'll know where to park. I'll know where the bathrooms are. I'll know where <laughs> registration is. I'll know where all that stuff. And I can just focus on, you know, playing golf and having fun. 
Yeah, it's, it definitely takes the pressure off of at least seeing if it'll happen and probably just keeps that that appetite even greater now just knowing what that was like. And so excited to see all of that roll out. Let's talk about the schedule coming up. You got four events down in the Caribbean and in Latin America. You got two in the Bahamas back to back. Then you go to Panama the first week of February and then finish in Bogota, Colombia the second week of February before taking a little bit of a break. What are you looking forward to here getting out of the gate? I'm looking forward to, you know, just getting the juices going again. Uh, I, I didn't really even play in anything in the off season. We played a couple, a uh, couple pro-am type things towards the uh, last couple of weeks before we headed out. But, you know, I'm just, I'm excited to get the juices going again. Uh, I also getting up, I mean, you're getting, we're getting to play golf in the Bahamas. Um, you know, so what if it was super windy today and, you know, the last few years it's been really windy. Like it's, we're still going to play golf in the Bahamas. Like it's pretty cool. Uh, and Abaco next week's a, an amazing place. You know, some of the clearest water I've ever seen in my life. And uh, golf course is really good. I like it. Uh, it's a good layout. You know, and then we and then we go down to Panama, Colombia, and that's and now we're back into the PGA Tour Latin America style golf that that I'm used to playing on for three years. Uh, you know, I like Panama. Uh, it's a it, it's a fun course. They've changed it. I think last year they changed it, and the winning score was dramatically different than it's ever been so it'll be fun to see that course again and then bogota is one of my favorite cities in south america uh, uh so that'll be fun you know be fun to go back down there and i'll have one of my guys from the pj tour Latin america that caddied for me for probably 15 events he'll he'll be on the bag so it'll be fun to catch up with him and um you know it's just this, these first four events you know with them being out of the countries and or being out of the u.s and you know having to deal with the travel and the luggage and all that stuff. It's, you know, they really, they kind of, they kind of throw us right all, you know, all right back into the fire. And, um, it's a, it's a good time of the year to take advantage of some veteran, you know, some veteran knowledge, some, some experience. You get to pull on some of that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And you're, you're playing Monday or I'm sorry, Sunday through Wednesday on these events instead of the typical Thursday through Sunday, which, you know, gives you a little time to, um, uh, catch up, maybe watch a little PG tour golf if you want to, but, uh, what, is there any difference in your mind or in the players' minds playing Sunday to Wednesday? Honestly, no, half the time we're all saying, you know, like today is the today's Saturday. So it would be a typical Wednesday. Like, you know, we're all, we're all still say it. We're all like, you know, Hey, it's Wednesday, dude. You know, it's, or it's Wednesday. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, wait a minute. It's not, no, it's not it's Saturday. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's cool. I, my wife and I talked about it. Uh, yesterday because they're not on TV this year. And that's the, the main reason why we've had them. It's from Sunday to Wednesday. So we could get primetime coverage. Right. Right. And you know, with, with the West coast swing on the PGA tour, we could, you know, take the primetime slot. So without that this year, uh, you know, I was kind of like, man, that's kind of silly. Like I wish we were doing that. She goes, yeah, but that gives you three days at home between the Bahamas and Latin America swing. And I was like, you know, that's a great point. Like, so I, I'll get to go home for a few days and, um, kind of recharge, do some laundry, uh, and pack back up and go. Yeah, it'll be nice. And there's a lot of familiar faces out there on the Corn Ferry Tour this year. Josh Teeter's out there, Boo Weekly, Camila Vajegas. I was just looking through this. You know, Jimmy Stanger, our good friend, he's out there as well. Um, my buddy Chris Nagel from my neighborhood is full-time Corn Ferry this year. So he'll be out there as well. And you're going to be playing with Wesley Bryan this this round. And so many other familiar faces, Dawson Armstrong, Kyle Jones, so many guys you've played with before. Are you looking forward to getting back out there with that camaraderie, the brotherhood of, uh, of the guys out on tour? Yeah, it's been really good, man. They, today, <laughs> the last two days have been like uh, – you know, like first day of school, you know, you get to see everybody that you haven't seen in forever and, you know, saying hey to everybody, it, you know, 
all the staff, all the players. And, you know, like you said, the players you haven't seen since, you know, the off season, you know, before the off season. And then some I haven't seen. And since, you know, a couple of the corn fairy events I played and yeah, it's pretty cool, man. It's, it's good to see familiar faces and, uh, you know, not really feel like you're the new kid in town. Yeah, now the schedule you're familiar with, you've played this one several times before. Which tournaments are you really looking forward to this year? Are there any tournaments that really stand out, courses you really like that you're, you're excited about? Yeah, there are. Um, I, I really like Colorado. Big fan of that course. Big fan of that tournament. They do a great job. Omaha, Nashville. Um, Savannah coming up is going to be a great one. That's That's not too far from where I live, and the food is amazing that they give us at Player Dining. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be the right – wouldn't be a the full sim podcast. We weren't talking about some food and, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So that, I like, I like Savannah a lot. That's a really good one. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's a bunch of them, but I think those are my favorite ones. Uh, Colorado, Omaha, Nashville, uh, Savannah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Are there any additional ones you might be adding? And I might be referring to the ones in Springfield, Illinois. Uh, you know, some of the, some of the places close to you know, to my my home, Springfield, Missouri. Any of those coming into view this year? Well, let's take let's just take a quick peek at the schedule real quick. Uh, but I think the only ones I'm I'm probably not playing in are Utah and Greenville. So I will be in everything else, which would put me in Springfield, Illinois, Springfield, Missouri. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Those, uh, Wichita, of course, they got some new courses. Uh, the Oklahoma one, I played that Jimmy Austin course for the U S pub links way back in the day. Um, which, uh, that tournament doesn't even exist anymore. And then they've got, uh, let's see, they got another one. Oh, uh, New Jersey, at, uh, somewhere up there. That's supposed to be a really good golf course. And they added so a couple uh, new venues. Yeah. yeah it's going to be exciting. Should be a good schedule. That's awesome. Yeah, looking forward to that. I'm excited you'll be close and we'll have to do some uh, in-person podcasts, which I don't know. If, have we ever recorded an in-person podcast, you and I? I don't know if we have. We haven't, but now that, yeah. your, boy, now that your boy's got a microphone. I'm That's in. right. We'll have to make that, we'll make that happen. <laughs> That's right. This is almost looking professional, my friend. We're getting there. Next will be next will be full video, and then we'll have a sound team. Uh-huh. Some lighting. Yep. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> private jet. We'll figure it all out. We'll yeah, figure it exactly. All out. exactly. Yeah, let's not forget it's about it. <laughs> all right, let's turn to some fun topics real quick. We got this new Netflix series that's uh, coming out talking about uh, the PGA Tour and what a year to do it. You know, I mean, they <laughs> yeah. choose 2022 to follow the PGA Tour, and that's the year that golf pretty much blew up. Have you uh, caught any of the trailers? Have you talked to any of the players that were a part of that or any other players on tour? What What are you expecting as a player to see out of this uh, this new documentary? You know, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to watching it. Uh, to be honest, just because it was you know it was my first year out there, so I was like, I, I get to kind of see you know what was going on uh, through their eyes and stuff. Uh, but I I got to, I mean I saw the camera; they were there every week. Uh, you know, following the players and Harry Higgs, I think was one of them. And uh, Harry talked about it a little bit and uh, you know what it was like. But uh, Scotty Scheffler, you know, he I can't remember, it was a Byron Nelson. He came in, it was player dining. Um, and my wife, daughter, my parents were there, I think. And then we were sitting with one of the, uh, college golf fellowship guys and, and Scotty came over, talked to us for just a you know a couple minutes, say, Hey, and say, Hey, to the CGF guy. And, and the cameras were, I mean, a foot from his face and with a big spotlight <laughs> and all this stuff. And Scotty was walking around like, you know, like it, like it wasn't even there. 
Uh, yeah. So, so, you're, so you're saying there's a chance you might be on this thing. That's what you're saying. Chance that I'll be on there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and, and we learned that they didn't, they don't have to ask our permission. Uh, we can just tell them if we don't want us to, don't want us to be on there, then they'll, then they'll take us off. But obviously it's, otherwise it's assumed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you, I think you assume it or yeah, something, yeah. but, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't care. I mean, <laughs> some of the paperwork you signed earlier, you know, exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That's how that works. It should be, it yeah, should so be it's fun though. It should be really cool to see. Yep, debut in February fifteenth, a full swing documentary from Netflix. Uh, seeing the PGA Tour and Live Golf. I mean, they've got Ian Poulter on there, Dustin Johnson, a couple others. So it's good. I think it's going to be really fascinating to see it from that vantage point, and maybe just a, a slightly different perspective than what we see in the news, especially in regards to what's been going on with with all that and mm-hmm. how it's going to play out this year. So that'll be exciting to see, which is great. And then one last thing, my friend, I have to say this: we're recording this on Super Wild Card Weekend, and your Jacksonville Jaguars are. In the playoffs, maybe not your Jacksonville Jaguars, but you live there. They are. They are. And certainly, yeah, the, I'll take. Okay, it. all right. And and the Jaguars have had a rough go, but here they are in the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence, you know the the, uh, the new prince or whatever they're calling him. Uh, he's he's in the playoffs and looking really good. You pretty excited about this? I am. Yeah, the buzz has been pretty cool. Uh, you know, most of the most of the PGA Tour staff all live in Ponte Vedra and Jacksonville, and uh, they've all been wearing their Jag stuff around the the course today, which has been kind of fun to see them you know, not in their PGA tour hats and stuff They've got all their <laughs> yeah. stuff on. It's like the one day they get to, to do it. And I had some friends go to the game. Uh, I, I didn't go, but I had some friends go to the game. They said it was un- unbelievable. It was like standing room only. And yeah, it's exciting, man. The, the, the city loves it. The city's, I mean, I never had a pro, I didn't have a professional team when I was in Louisville. Like we just always had right, right. teams, but as you know, growing up, like, I mean, you were in the, you know, I guess Kansas city and all that. And oh, yeah. all those oh, others. Yeah. Uh, I just, that to see the whole city, light up is uh is pretty cool so i i I'm rooting hard for him tonight uh, i don't know i mean it's a it's a tight spread i think it's chargers are favorite one and a half, and a half. yeah by one and a half points yeah That's really right, good yeah. game i wish it was the 430 game um you know so we could actually watch all of it but I'll, I'll get to watch the first half if i stay up too late i'll i'll get too excited about the game then i won't fall asleep till like one in the morning and uh, i got a <laughs> li- i got a living to to make tomorrow that's right that's right might, might be a rough uh warm up on the on the on the uh, driving range if you stay up to watch that game but exactly. um yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a great game you know I, I am from kansas city but when i was growing up the, the chiefs were no good so there was really no uh you know coming together as a city until the last five or six years with Mahomes. so but we definitely enjoyed it and uh you know excited to see trevor playing well and the team turn around and doug peterson phenomenal coach oh, and doing a great uh, job. yeah you know super excited to see him continuing to get some success and players responding to him which is awesome let me put you on the spot we're recording this three hours before game time i mean who you got what do you think is going to happen i mean uh i don't know man i'd like i like (laughs) i mean i I had i had jags beating the titans in my head by a ton uh last week and that didn't really happen so uh i think i think if trevor plays the way he knows he can defense steps up i think we might i think we'll pull it out by a touchdown Here's something I've noticed that's pretty funny. When you when you talk to fans of sports teams that have not had playoff experience, they're always afraid to jinx it. <laughs> they, yeah. they don't they don't want to say anything. They don't want to buy tickets too early. They don't want to eat all those kind of yep. things. But if you're with an organization that's always in it, you're like, oh, we got this. You know, it's yeah, a big yeah. deal. So oh yeah, if I was pretty, yeah, if fun. I was the Patriots, you know, <laughs> five years ago, six years ago, I'd be right. like wild card. Yeah, dude, whatever. Yeah, we got this. What are you talking about? Why are you even in the wild card? Why don't you ask yeah, me what, about, what is yeah, this all about? <laughs> ask me something else. <laughs> That's right. Well, this is an exciting game because um, from from a, a fan who doesn't have a horse in this race, I'm excited because either Trevor Lawrence 
or Justin Herbert, two really great quarterbacks, one of them's going to get their first playoff win. That's true. And that's pretty exciting. So it'll be a historic game and a lot of fun on the on the nightcap for sure. We'll be watching that. And we'll be watching you this year, man. Super excited for, for the, the season that's coming up. Always appreciate your time, man. It's just great to have you on the podcast again for season two. Look forward to seeing your podcast coming up really soon. Thanks again, Jared. We'll talk to you after this tournament and see how it goes. All right. Thanks, Trey. Appreciate it, man. Yep. Have a great week, buddy. All right. You too. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Full Send Podcast, an inside look at Jared Wolf's journey on the PGA Tour. If you enjoy this episode, be sure to give us a like and leave a comment. That will help others find us easier. And until next time, hit them long and hit them straight. We'll see you soon.